This is episode four. This week's guest is Dr. Joshua Park, founder and physical therapist of Motion PT, an integrated and holistic approach to physical therapy. We discuss how Josh is creating change in the healthcare field by moving the focus from a cure to care. He has an extraordinary business model centered around the scripture, love your neighbor as yourself. Find out how this philosophy is transforming lives of not only his patients, but also his team and around the world. Plus, we'll even talk about two simple ways you can improve your wellness today. You're listening to Extraordinary Work, conversations about creating change. I'm Terry Yaffe, founder of Try Coaching. Throughout my career, I've worked in many industries from fashion to advertising to sales. I'm a certified executive, career and business coach, and a TV and podcast host. This podcast will connect you with people who work passionately, striving to make a difference in their corner of the world. I hope these authentic and inspiring conversations will help you channel your ability to create change. My guest today is Dr. Joshua Park, founder and physical therapist of Motion PT, an integrative and holistic approach to physical therapy. After suffering chronic back pain in his teens while still living in Korea and not getting any relief until his back surgery, Josh knows firsthand the effects pain can have on one's mind, body, and spirit. With this in mind, Motion PT was created several years ago, and Josh has treated patients from around the world, including world-class athletes. His mission is to ensure that no one suffers from chronic pain and believes that bringing balance to the body, mind, and spirit is the key to long-lasting, sustainable health. With Motion's philosophy of combining modern healthcare technology with a unique holistic approach in addressing someone's most difficult health issues, Josh is doing just that, helping one person at a time. What is so heartwarming about this young man is that he has chosen to create change in an industry that oftentimes doesn't share Josh's mission. So welcome. Thank you. I am so excited to have you as our guest. And just for transparency, Josh and his team have helped me with my pain as well. So thank you. And Josh is coming to us from his sauna in his office. (laughs) Josh. Can you tell us a bit about how you got to where you are today? Sure, Terry. So first of all, thank you for having me. And like you said it in introduction. So when I was in high school, to be honest, I had no intention to going to college. I actually wanted to be a professional snowboarder 
and I've been sponsored by uh, like boarding companies. But it was during one of those snowboarding trips that I sustained a severe injury, which led to a long years of a rehab and spine surgery. And my long journey with this chronic pain and rehab allowed me to uh, gain greater insight on how pain can impact on person's uh, ability to enjoy life and the importance of uh, treating the human body as whole. And this is how motion came to life. I created this uh, integrated system that bridges the gap between the modern medicine and holistic medicine. Modern medicine is founded on the scientifically proven theories, and it can be effective in many cases. But at the same time, it often focuses on uh, elimination of the physical symptoms and causing temporary relief. And it is uh, subdivided by uh, a lot of specialty care, leading to a microscopic view. Whereas this holistic medicine looks at the human body as a whole in order to find and treat the root causes but often lacks in data. So what I wanted to create at Motion is that the, we look at the human body as a whole as a, with the holistic perspective, but our treatment methods are backed by most current scientific evidences and everything is uh, recorded uh, with the objective data. Thank you for that very lovely and informative intro. Josh, Tell us what MOTION stands for. Okay, so MOTION stands for uh, six subsystems that, that make up the human body. So M stands for muscle, O stands for organ system, C stands for circulatory system, E stands for emotion or excretory system, and A, articular joint system, and N is a nervous system. And we believe that uh, when these Six systems work together in harmony. True, lasting health can be achieved. That's very informative. Can you expand on your journey and what accomplishments you are most proud of? Back in 2018, I was invited to join the Pyeongchang Winter Olympic as a medical manager. So this was a very meaningful opportunity for me personally. Because uh, even though I had to let go of my dream to participate as an Olympic athlete, Olympic snowboarding <laughs> snowboarder, I was able to help other Olympic athletes to perform in their best condition. Since then, I've had a few exciting opportunities to work with the Olympic trainers and Paralympic athletes. However, more than being proud of such an achievement, I find the most purpose and pride in connecting with people to better understand and treat their pain, whether they are world-class athletes or my everyday clients. How commendable is that? <laughs> You've taken on quite a journey here. While you talk about the Olympics and how timely this conversation is, we're all watching the Olympics and seeing every aspect of them. Can you give us one insight and one takeaway that you want to share about the athletes having been part of Pyeongchang mm -hmm. that most of us don't know? You know, when people think about the Olympic and those athletes are super competitive, you know, but if, when you actually go into this uh, Olympic village, it became so clear that these athletes value connections and collaboration in regards for one another for, over competition. 
you know. In this Olympic Village, there are so many things, you know, and they spend time having fun, getting to know each other, you know, even though they speak different languages, they use this uh, like Google Translator and talking to each other and building this uh, community, which was encouraging to see. And one of the greatest insight that I gained during my time as a international curling wheelchair classifier, I'm the one of the like 10 people over the all around the world. And was that this, uh, I see this uh, power of the hopeful attitude, you know, and these like uh, Paralympic athletes, they are so incredible athletes. They weren't dictated by uh, their disability, but demonstrated that their, their faith and determination. And it is so possible to overcome this adversity, regardless of uh, what the world tells them. Just curious about your being, you know, one of 10 mm. people working with the Paralympics. Mm -hmm. How did that come about? What mm -hmm. made you or helped you to make the decision to join the WCF? Mm -hmm. So uh, WCF stands for the World Curling Federation. When I was at the PyeongChang Olympics, I was uh, treating uh, a lot of uh, international Olympic committee members. And one of them was the uh, president uh, of the, the curling federation. She had a chronic back pain. And like while I was in Olympic, I was uh, able to help her get better. She offered me this uh, to join this uh, classifier job. So to be a classifier, this is uh, something that you cannot, we cannot apply to take this job, but the WCF, they have to appoint specific like person, individual. And thankfully I was uh, picked as a, one of the classifier. Wow. I mean, talk about someone that is really creating change in their corner of the world. Certainly, Josh, you are one of those people. Uh, thank you so much. When you watch the Olympics and you see all this competition, just know that when there's downtime and everyone gets together, they're actually camaraderie and there's fun and they're enjoying each other. And maybe that's a takeaway that you might get from watching the Olympics and knowing that in spite of all of this, they're still having fun and getting to know each other. Mm -hmm. How do you think your work uniquely allows you to help other people? Mm, that's a very good question. So um, I'm not sure if you noticed, but the, like, as I mentioned uh, before, this current healthcare system is uh, so fragmented. And like right now it is too focused on the cure, which leads to a very transactional relationship. It doesn't always lead to lasting lifelong benefits. But here at Motion, and as you also experience for yourself, we are focused on creating a care system, not the cure, which is a system that allows us to take a holistic view of the client and create a personalized care plan to restore all spheres of their life, like which includes personal, relationship, spiritual, educational, occupational, and more. For instance, one thing that I noticed over time is that the stress is often the root of the, a lot of pain and disease. That's why instead of, uh, instead of just uh, focusing on treatment of the physical pain, 
we create a safe space where clients are able to share with us all the things they are navigating through in their life. And our ultimate goal is to partner with those, our clients and empower them to take control of their health. And I must say, when you go to motion for physical therapy, it's not just your usual physical therapy. They do all kinds of body work and um, helping you look at the whole picture. I can definitely attest to that. Josh, what do you think helps you stay true to your life's path and your work? Mm. So our company, Motion, is founded and was built on the biblical principle, love your neighbor as yourself. Our mission is really to care for others, invest in underprivileged communities, and help the sick. It is why we partner with this, uh, a lot of different nonprofit organizations and allocate 50% of our net profit towards these organizations and initiatives. At the end of the day, what I believe and our belief as a company is that the, we can touch or transform just a one life. And it can set up the ripple effect to bring about positive changes in the people and societies around them. Since loving our neighbor is what I feel called to do personally as well, I'm able to commit everything that I have to restore the wellness of uh, people that I see and continues to shape the kind of a practitioner I am today. I love that. Love your neighbor as yourself. In today's world, this is so needed. This type of thinking would be helpful and would certainly bring about changes in every aspect of the word change, not only social changes, economic, etc. I was very curious on your website, you have a quote from Mother Teresa. Mm -hmm. The quote is, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. What does that mean to you and to motion? So what it means to me and for the motion is like, you know, a lot of people, you know, we say we want to change. We want to make a positive impact. This is globally, so, you know, societal like aspect. But what I tell them, like, and also to myself is that in order to create the change, if the person has a, like suffering with this chronic pain or like anxiety, depression, all this physical, environmental, and spiritual, emotional stress. For the person, the world, no matter how great this uh, world is, for them, this is a darkest place. By changing one person's perspective and provide the hope that will change that person's uh, environment, that will also lead to relationship change, like a positive influence. Ultimately, that will change community and societal effect as well. So one person's providing hope to one person that will create this ripple effect that will ultimately change the whole community. I have a question going back to your working and allocating a percentage of, for nonprofits. Did you ever worry about giving too much? And how do you stay in abundance mindset? The way I see as a businessman, you either work for money to earn more money or earn to people. For me, money is just a utility. 
to earn people. Then if I can invest or provide the $10,000 to Africa or India, or even just the local orphanages, then that $10,000 can help so many more people. Money is such an abstract thing, you know, but the people is such an objective, scalable value that I see. So instead of earning money, we decided to earn more people. Quite a philosophy, I might add, in today's world of that not being the mindset. Most people do put a value, uh, not that they don't put a value on people, but they do put a a value on money. However, what we're seeing today with the great resignation and, you know, the great reimagining or great rethinking is that people are now currency more than dollars and companies are rethinking their mindset, Mm -hmm. which you've already done, Mm -hmm. but they are have to rethink how they're running their companies because of what's going on and what people are, are demanding from companies. In doing this and having this philosophy, have you found that it's working for you, that you do have an abundance of people as well as an abundance of financial gain? Motion started two years ago, and actually it's, it just started with uh, me and another trainer. But because of from the beginning, because of we're like uh, built under this uh, philosophy of love your neighbor as yourself, mm-hmm. up until now, I kept my salary because the, what I see is uh, no matter how much you make, you know, you only eat three meals a day. So we started to reinvest this money so that we can train more people. So instead of training or bringing like, uh, like skilled clinicians, I wanted to create this a vocational training program so that people who high school dropouts or people who lost hope, I wanted to bring them into our team and started to educate them, change their perspective about the life. And then they started to go into this program. And now they have a lot of confidence in themselves. And because they know where they came from, everyone has this uh, empathy about towards the other people. Now, so it's been two years, we grew from the two people to we have now 13 staff. Then now we are in the process of uh, moving down to the street level, which is uh, five times bigger than our current place. When do you expect to be in your new space? So our construction will start in about a month. So it will take about three months for the whole construction. And once we go down, it's not just about the physical therapy, but we're trying to create this uh, total wellness uh, facility where people can build this uh, community relationship and just uh, work out, eating healthy, you know, eating right. And yeah, everything that's uh, related to their health, we're trying to create this uh, system. I'm going to go back and look at, you talk about training these new employees. Mm-hmm. What is the training about, Mm -hmm. especially how their lives have been transformed by this training? Mm -hmm. I think one of the 
this is uh, my personal opinion, but uh, I think the current education system, one of the biggest flaw is that uh, these kids are so trained to choose the right answer, you know? Like uh, the test is all about the picking, picking the right answer. They're so like uh, afraid of uh, making mistakes because we're surrounded by all this uh, competitive society. And like, if they get the poor score or the, you know, they're not doing well on the academic in the school, they feel like uh, they're the failure, losers. But what I tell them, people who, you know, joining us, you know, they actually is like, not all of them, but a couple of them, like we started to start this uh, mentoring program so that it's okay to fail because through this, those failure, you'll learn. I actually encourage them to make more mistakes and learn from those mistakes. So like last two years, as I started to see how much they grew, you know, not only uh, professionally, but also how they, uh, their perspective or attitude towards their life as well. How do you think their lives have been transformed? So when they first joined Motion, they were very passive. They only did what I asked to do. But more and more, they start to take these struggles or the mistake and learn from those mistakes. Now, they start to become more like, uh, like they're taking more initiative actions, you know, and not afraid of uh, this uh, challenge. How did you create the program to train them? What, what went into your thinking on the steps that you felt would help them? What I believe is just all about the environment. There's no specific program. But what I wanted to create is just a safe environment that there's no judgment. There's no criticism. Just try. We provide this guidance and the boundaries where they can practice and train and learn. But we tell them, don't be afraid of, about making mistakes. And for them, initially, it was so hard because they never learned, like, making mistakes. They always had to choose the right answer. But more and more, they are being exposed and just spending time with them, like, 40 hours a week. Then they start to see, oh, this place is okay to make mistakes. And they start to come out of their comfort zone, and they started to increase their capacity. Just from my observation, it's working because all of the people that work with you are trained to do a lot of the procedures. What I wanted to create is when you go into the Pacific school, they train you in the certain manners. But people who join the motion, they're almost like a blank sheet of paper. And they could absorb just like they're like a sponge. For them, they have no prior knowledge about the training healthcare system. So I wanted to teach them. We're not thinking about the transactional fee for service, but we want to create this a true care system. And for them, this is the standard of uh, care. Fascinating. And certainly, I have to say, your philosophy is working. That's for sure. Thank you. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? Right now, this uh, pandemic, especially after COVID, there are so many people who are feeling exhausted. 
and also in pain. And it is really like my hope that in a day and age where society is highlighting individualism right now, but we as a human beings, we never designed to be an individual. We are created in the social beings. So we would be the people who can provide this genuine care, not just of motion, but everyone. We, once we start to really care for others, then I really think this will create this uh, positive ripple changes throughout the society. So it's not just the medicine that will change this uh, era after pandemic, but we have to really go back to the who we are, which is our social beings, not just the virtual reality, but we have to start go back to the original root and start to connect in person. And that will really create this uh, social changes. And one last question, how can people, how can they implement just one of your wellness lessons on their own? What's one thing that you can offer as a takeaway? I would say, especially the New Yorkers or the people who is working in this uh, office job, please sleep. You know, you guys need, you need to sleep, especially in New York. They see like, ah, I, I had a four hour sleep because I had so much that I worked on, but this is not good for your health. So please, you need seven or more hours of sleep. That's all I would say one thing I want to say, and also smile, smile, not because you're happy, but when you smile, your body produce this serotonin, this hormone that will make you happy. <laughs> so when you smile, when you sleep, your body knows how to restore its health. Two takeaways, sleep and smile every day. Great, great. Yes, that's it. That's it. Thank you so much, Dr. Josh Park, for sharing your vision and insights. You are doing great work in helping people live full lives pain-free. And what could be more valuable in helping create change? Josh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining the conversation. For related content on extraordinary work, visit my website, trycoaching.com. I'll be back in two weeks with another conversation. Be sure to follow this podcast so you don't miss an episode. If this resonates with you, I welcome your rating and review. Always remember, when you work with passion and purpose, your work can become extraordinary. <laughs>